0: Good evening, I am with Conversations, Jess Talk and Lisa Listen, <laughs> and I am Lisa with the Lisa Listen side.
1: You are that person, and that would make me Jesse Farrell, and that would make this man over here on and there, our special guest. That's on a, We are going to give you a round of applause. Welcome to Conversations.
0: Nice, nice, Thank nice, nice.
1: So I'm professional speaker, life coach, uh, author, and now podcaster.
0: And I am VP of sales and marketing and success coach for Lisa Listen and VP of sales and marketing for JustUp. And
1: you are on it?
2: I'm a wealth management strategist here in the Las Vegas Valley. Helping Man. people achieve their financial goals. That's yeah. a big
1: deal. That's we're big, so glad you're on the program. Time. I'm mm-hmm. glad to be here. We need lots of help with our finances. Hey, I got you covered. Hey, right on. <laughs> so we're going to bring on on a little bit, uh, well, in, a, in just a couple minutes. I want to do a little bit of a housekeeping stuff. Let's do it. And then on and we're going to roll where the program today is about Q School. And Q School, well, a lot of people never heard of Q School, but we created it.
0: Is that something like when you play the game of pool?
1: Well, that's, no, that would be pool Q School. That's a little different. When I think
0: of Q, I think of Q. Fair enough. Or the guy that does my nails, his name's Q too. Well, that's cool. (laughs) But this
1: one is not the nail guy or the pool guy. This is about, you know, when we're going to school and we're always told to go to school and get good what? Grades. Grades. Right. Good grades. And typically your parents want you to get something and something. A's A's and A's. A's and A's for <laughs> you, right. <laughs> <laughs> where'd you, where'd you a, grow up at, on Or
0: a GPA of.
2: California and, and Henderson, so,
1: yeah. Do your, do your parents, were they strict and tough? Y- they were. Fair enough. Very so, much. So A's and A's. A's and A's. Okay, so I uh, got it. A's and? A's. Okay, I was told A's and B's, so I, that's, maybe it's the neighborhood You've I grew up break.
0: in. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> so, so that's so a break. So that typically applies to IQ. Right. And most people identify with IQ. And some people identify with some of the other cues, but we're going to say what they are. The uh, the, the other cues, we're, we're going to talk about IQ in relationship to EQ, SQ, FQ, and PQ. So there's some other cues that we're going to talk about. And that's like Pikachu. And Pikachu. That's my my son loves Pikachu. He would love to have this conversation. With him. <laughs> and he's probably watching this, So Yes. So let's do this. So here, so Conversations Live is also another event we do. Conversations Live is going to be this Sunday. And that is going to be the thirteenth of September, and that's going to be at twelve forty-five. It's a ninety-minute program. This is by special invitation only, and we just happen to have—at least I checked before we got yeah. on this program—we just happen to have two spaces left. Ooh. So if the if the folks out there that are paying close attention to this podcast, that would be. Did Scott tell us to call those folks, audience members, or
0: they are our audience?
1: That Scott is yes. always schooling on us. We to have say all listeners, the right but they
0: all make up an audience.
1: Okay so so the audience with that with the audience out there listening if you're interested then you're going to go you can see up on the screen here that we have conversations live also here showing you just go to the website at justtalk.com and then you hover over the home screen and you'll see the option at the top for conversation you click that and it'll tell you all about it but basically it's where we create an empowering conversation that is live and typically we have between 6 and 10 people that's about all we want and then we cap it And I'm telling you, those conversations are on history. It has moved people into action that they didn't even know they needed to do. Right, And it's
0: our way of giving back to the community. It It is at no charge. And it's, it's a way to empower other people's lives that may not necessarily afford it, understand it. But they get to know right. exactly what it's all about, and sharing a
1: talent without having to, having to reach for the wallet. Now, Ana, uh-huh. we want you reaching for the wallet because well, we I'm, know you're finance- to keep the money in. <laughs> the wallet. So we just want to make sure that they're okay there too, <laughs> and helping us too. So good. So now let's let's do this. Do me a favor, Lisa. Can you read Ana's bio because yes, he's got some indeed. impressive stuff for a guy of your age? Because you got like you you're still kind of you know. Got all your hair and everything. So. Not all of it. There's okay. <laughs> Go ahead.
0: As a wealth management advisor with Mass Mutual, Anon provides a broad portfolio of individual life, disability, long-term care insurance protection, asset accumulation strategies, and financial products and services. Anon works with high net worth families, businesses, and institutions.
1: Cool. That is outstanding. How long have you been doing this?
2: Well, banking and investments, I've been going for about 15 years. So, I started my career here in Vegas and it's been a whirlwind just where the financial industry has gone. And so, Mm -hmm. you've got to see a lot of different things and uh, met a lot of great people along the way, but it's about having a, a very holistic view on the financial side and so bringing that to our clients is super important to myself and my team awesome and just making sure that they're they're on their way to financial greatness
1: and you have an outstanding team we've met your team they are
2: i couldn't do it without them actually yeah. nicole's on vacation this week so okay i i need her back home <laughs> <laughs> <So>. she <laughs> makes you breathe a little easier she does yeah she yeah does you've lot.
1: got a wonderful team and jeff the the leader of the pack this guy's got some class as well a class, poise, style, intelligence—he's
0: got swagger. He does. He does, he does he's have got swagger. Major swagger. You
1: tell your boy. I'm gonna send him a piece on swagger. You, you should. <laughs> and <laughs> I'm I know sure he's busy, but you tell him I want to be heard back from when I send him a, the piece on swagger. I'll see him tomorrow. We'll All right. Fair there it. you <laughs> go. Right on. I, I better write myself a note so I can <laughs> Ask, follow up. Asking, and do asking it is given exactly, right? as they say. So that's cool. So we, we're gonna focus on that because you're gonna be—you are our expert on the FQ. Right. In terms of financial intelligence, that's one of our favorite cues we like to talk about. We want, we really wanted to welcome you into the program because you can bring that value to the whole Q school process. So as we get into that, give us a bit of a cliffhanger. I'm going to save a space for you to really drill down and get more out of this FQ. We'll circle around the cues if you two are okay with that. That sounded like but, something
0: yeah. else when you said FQ. Well...
1: I'm- <laughs> This is a PG-rated show, girl. I'm just
0: sorry. You said to break it up when I could. I, I will just, be very clear I, I from now on. I wanted to say I heard what F I heard. as
1: in friendly, Q as in quotient, FQ. Okay, Q. got it. So, so, on- <laughs> so give, give, give us a cliffhanger on it, if you will, on, on something that, that you're going to lead us to in terms of a cliffhanger of why raising our financial intelligence, our FQ
2: well, I think it's it's important we 're going to talk a little bit about today with the top three financial pitfalls that we normally see with our clients okay, and at the end of the day it 's about making sure people are knowledgeable about those pitfalls and nice. that we're we 're addressing those issues quickly yeah. nice uh, you know we 've had too many situations here in the valley where, where we 've talked to people and we can 't help them in their situation because they 're so far down this line right and so we try to make small adjustments get them back on the right path and there's so many stories we had friends that um We're here in the Valley. We lost one of our friends recently last year. It's actually coming up on one year. And he was an amazing individual, had great things planned for him, Mm -hmm. seven-year-old baby girl that he was taking care of. Uh, and just about ready to get married, and just had such amazing strides in front of him in the next sure. couple of years, uh, and it was one of those individuals that I kept following up with, and you know we tried to get in front of each other, but he was so committed to work, and so I busy, could understand. He so was busy, so busy. And if I could just get him off that that race for for a half a day or for a half an hour, to even.
1: take some time to take some time back, right, for from that as as a. Displacement, of course, but a proper displacement right. to take a look at, at a bigger picture that also fed back into the whole thing he was working for in the first place, probably. Exactly. Yeah. Just take care of your family,
2: take care of the people that are important to you, mm-hmm. and make sure we're focused on the right you know
0: things. You know what, though? When they work and they work that hard, they do think they're doing the right thing well by Take care of their family. Well said. So they, don't, they, they lose sight of the family. In fact, right. we were with, at dinner with some friends last night that just said the same thing. They're so busy working in the business, if they could do one thing they would want to spend more time with their kids. That's
1: true. They did. And let's keep this conversation rolling uh, and, and back and forth. I love what you said. I want to speak to that too, Lise. You're setting up a cliffhanger about a story about the situation. Don't tell the punchline on that yet. That's I a really know. good one. When we get to FQ, let's pick back up that story. Yes. All three Sounds of us good. remember, but let's shuffle this game around. Lisa, I like what you said. We were with this wonderful family last night, incredible. And two young girls that are just way ahead of their times in terms of intelligence and poise and savvy. And, and the whole point of us doing Q school here. As if we were taught Q school early in life, like in the primary ages and elementary like and junior high and high school, your,
0: learn your language. Yes.
1: I don't think you should be able to graduate from. Uh, from primary school to go into elementary until you pass a proficiency of Q school. Right. And the same thing with elementary and high school and college. I don't think you ought to get your degree until they check out your other Qs because we never talk about them. Mm-hmm. The gentleman that you were talking about or talking about, I'm going to tell us more about, is if he had understood the other Qs, mm-hmm. I guarantee you his IQ would have allowed him to have 30 minutes, 45, 15 minutes, whatever, to hear you out so you can build that portfolio, you can take a look at all those financial pieces. Would you agree to that?
2: Absolutely. And, you know, it's one of those things, even on the financial side, that we've been talking about bringing into Clark County, and we've got some amazing leadership here in, this, in the Valley. So nice. they're actually working on those things right now to help uh, the financial intelligence, making nice. sure people can actually understand how to
1: write a check, nice yeah. or balance a, check <laughs> balance a checkbook, balance yeah. a and why to balance a checkbook, right? The exactly. why to balance a checkbook is more important than how to balance a checkbook,
0: or what a credit card means and interest,
1: right? And how to account for it. Yeah. But see, now we're stepping on your stuff now. So no, you're good. But, but so <laughs> so let's let's look at some of the other cues. Uh, the importance of your thoughts, Lisa. the important. Let's start with In EQ. Point? Importance. <laughs> the importance of EQ. <laughs> I can I can sound like I have an accent if I want to. It's importance if I want to say importance.
0: Like sentipotier.
1: <laughs> like sentipotier. Yes. <laughs> so the importance of emotional intelligence. Have you had instances in your life where you've seen people with that don't realize? That what, lack yeah, that it. don't lack that, that lack emotional intelligence.
0: I lived with a couple of those people in my lifetime. Ah, yeah, and it was very uncomfortable. And if if that in itself was taught in school. How much better and smoother life could have been, having lived with somebody that had a little more EQ.
1: Yeah, and emotional intelligence is is when we break it down. It's when you have the sense about your emotional maturity to know how to say, when to say, what to say, or even if to say. To to take a a bit of a test of the waters on what is going to be good for this situation. Is is what I'm what I'm thinking and saying. Although truth is, this a good time to say that. Right. Is this going to have the effect that I'm looking for it to have or I want it to have to serve you know self and others? Or is this, if my emotional maturity is high, would I discriminate when to use that or not? If you don't have it, there is no barometer for it. Well, the Marine Corps we called it tact, right? We yeah, yeah, exactly. Tact. Yeah. Well said. Tact is good. They call this. Was that their level of equivalency to emotional
2: intelligence? Well, it was one of the one of the leadership principles that we look for when it comes to the Marine Corps. Right? I love and it. So we try to have great tact. Try to have great bearing in the in the way that we present things to people. Uh, unfortunately, just it sometimes doesn't happen. Even in the Marine Corps, you see the lot where uh, as much as you drill it into them, it's it's not there. It's tough. You I totally
1: dig that. And guess what? And when I think of the word uh, having tact. And whether you know what that is or not, the way I've heard it said best is tact is the ability of making a point without making an enemy. I like it. Mm. We use more colorful words. Oh, I'll bet words. you do. <laughs> 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 Is that funny? So that's good. Well, so the emotional intelligence is just in talking about it, and I'm probably there's some level of difference between emotional intelligence in men and and emotional intelligence in women, but at the base level, I believe it's, it's there's a consistency that works to have it at the base level there it doesn't matter what the gender is typically from what i've discovered or seen women tend to mature quicker than men as we're growing up and evolving and a lot of times our emotional intelligence as men is stomped out of us we're not supposed to be emotional or be tied into don't that cry. right
0: or boys don't cry or
1: do you agree with that on and too well,
2: yeah i mean i think society has drilled a lot of that into us and so we you Either find ways to rise above or you get kind of locked into that situation.
1: That's true. it says, You find ways to rise above. What if you don't know what you don't know?
0: Or because you're, yeah, you're never taught. That's right. You're never taught it. So,
1: right. So, and I can think of a situation of an emotional intelligence uh, time where years ago, back when I first wrote How You Leave Them Feeling, there was an article in the newspaper and there was this uh, doctor that had a wife and, and a couple kids, and the wife was driving uh, down the street. And she accidentally cut off this guy and the guy got upset with her and they were pulling into a service station over there by Tivoli Gardens Gardens, over there by Rampart. And uh, so he got so upset that he wanted to take this lady on. Well, she got afraid, so she called her husband, who was a physician, and he rushed down to the scene and he got in the middle of that and his emotional intelligence might have said to him... You know, who knows what this other guy is into or what what's going on in his world. Maybe I should survey the territory to see how to deal with this person. Well, he jumped right in and he put his hands on the the older gentleman's like mid-60s, put his hands on him, and the older gentleman tripped, fell, bumped his head, and died. Wow. wow. Right there on the scene in the gas station. Wow. So now he goes to rescue his wife, but if if he had invoked some emotional intelligence... He might not have put his hands on that person. Maybe he had a few words with him or whatever. I don't know. But now he's locked up and he's doing time. Now how is he going to raise his family? Right. So what do you think about the lack of emotional intelligence in that situation? At least what do you think about when you hear that story?
0: We had a similar story at lunch today with, with Heather. You know, do you, do you, are you a hugger? Are you a, can you shake my hand? Can you do? People are so conscious of can I touch, can I not touch? If you touch somebody, oh, I hurt. I mean, it, this day and age that we live in, as far as, you know, how can I touch? It's just better to be on the safe side of.
1: And having a higher thinking. level of emotional intelligence and asking. The, the safe side is to Thank ask, you. which ask I learned the hard way. Right. Are you, would you prefer a hug or a shake? Right. Sometimes they'll say neither.
2: Well, it's part of it's part of getting to know people too, and just understanding who they are and what they what they want
1: to achieve. I totally agree. But what if it's new? What if it's, you say that is part of getting on? And I agree. But what if it's brand new? Well, you're still in the getting to know stages. To Lisa's point, I think then you to raise your emotional and social intelligence there in that go, particular we'll case. You want to, you know, I've learned you'd be better. To, you just since I'm a hugger, I just go to hug. Well, what if they don't want to hug me? Right. You know, or what if they are opposed to it for whatever reason? Or what if they're a germaphobe, where they don't like other people touching them at mm-hmm. all,
0: right. or even a bump? They don't want. A or bump even a bump. Either. You
1: have to respect that. So, yeah. social intelligence also, I think, slides into when you, when you're able to find your way in different broad ranges of social groups, whether it's at work or at home. There are people that go to work. They think that doing a great job is all there is to keeping the job. No you better learn how to get along with different people and different groups socially while you're at work. What are both of your thoughts on that?
0: Well, and typically in this day and age, so many people do as little as possible just to get by.
1: Mm -hmm. But what are your thoughts on that? The notion of that's part of the game too, is is growing your SQ, your social intelligence as part of the game for building a well-rounded life that you love. What are your thoughts on it? Well, I know we're in Q school but I know
2: one of the things that we've done and that's really helped is the color code that we've talked yes, about. Yes. Yeah. That's and huge. Being able to identify there's different different tools out there. We've talked about disk assessments and things along those lines, but being able to make a make a pretty good connection with somebody just on on quick basis helps that social interaction. I dig that. That's uh, I know true. For me it's been it's been very helpful. You know, I can I know where I'm strong at, I know where I lack and I can also identify people across the board at least at the at a basic level. Uh, and try to interact with them in a different different social setting.
1: Well, and you also get yourself because of because of you rising through that whole color code process and evolution and education and intel, you know yourself, but you also know the basic colors of others, the red, blue, the white and the yellow right. and what motivates their behavior and how they want to be spoken to. So, the other the highest goal is to learn to speak the language of others. Right. So that they can hear you, understand you, accept and then have an opportunity to sign off on whatever it is you're you're inviting them into. Which right?
0: kind of fits all cues. SQ, it does. P, I, totally Q, FQ, um, IQ, I, t- I totally agree. FQ, IQ. I
1: I totally agree. I totally agree. And we're going to slide into the FQ in a second. But I have. I'm going to turn a bit here. I have Outliers by Malcolm Gladwell, where he talks about practical intelligence, the PQ. And I want to read just a little piece out of this because it's really really neat. Uh, this Outliers it was a book I read years ago. I usually read this about twice a year. And this is really, really good. And he talks about this. He says the particular skill that allows you to convince your professor to move you from the morning to the afternoon section is what the psychologist Robert Sternbroke calls practical intelligence. He says practical intelligence includes things like knowing what to say to whom, knowing when to say it, and knowing how to say it for maximum effect. It's the... Uh, let's see what else here it is it is about knowing how to do something without necessarily knowing why you know how to do it or being able to explain it it's practical in nature that it is not knowledge for its own sake i love that the way he rolls out that practical intelligence what are your thoughts about practical intelligence
0: i think that a lot of people don't even think about it a practical intelligence i would think would be street smart
1: a common sense yeah. right yeah. right yeah and, well, and
2: i think it's, it depends on where you were raised too how where you were raised and how you were culture, Your culture has a lot to yes. do with that's
1: a good, very good point yeah. say a little bit more about that when you say it depends on where you were raised
2: well just coming you know i was born in sounds i lived in sacramento for a while and uh there's a it was a completely different culture as far mm-hmm. as whether it's a melting pot or not how people perceive you uh, and even in the line of work that I do, right? Sure. there's, you know, there's old mentality and new mentality. And sure. Who do you want to do business with? And it, so to, to be able to really dig into it and, and look at the culture that's around you, you've got to be able, again, rise above it or you either get crushed by it or rise above it.
1: I agree. And so much, I think, in our life is so much emphasis is placed on the IQ and you know gr- growing up uh, whether you go to co- college or not your parents uh, society we talk a, a lot about people's intelligence and how smart they are and and there's nothing wrong with that i certainly to i love hang i love hanging around smart people but i also love hanging around people that have a great polish on the other cues as well what about you
0: well yeah because you always want to raise your game and you can always learn something about hanging around people that are smarter than you are like, I'd rather be in a room with people that are smarter than me than the opposite.
1: Do you mean like a Nair over here that's, who's smarter than us when it comes them, yeah. to financial intelligence? Here's your turn. Let's roll out some FQ stuff. Ana. Okay. Talk to us.
2: Well, so Educate what, us. What we were talking about today is really the pitfalls that we see, the biggest pitfalls that we see for our clients. Okay. And, uh, the ones that uh, most people will run into with as they're growing their FQ. Okay, right. Uh, the first one, we talk about cash flow and budgeting, and budget is kind of one of those those four letter words that have many yeah, people want to almost yeah. Uh, yeah right so uh, but it's important to have it and for me i really strategically look at everything uh, if we can turn it back into a business mindset right as a business we lo- we talk about how business generates revenue and that's their income so what they do in a day-to-day life helps them generate revenue mm-hmm. right uh, they also have to worry about the liabilities that they have whether those are expenses for uh the power bill or the gas bill or uh, the wife that really likes to shop every now and again. That's, I love my wife and she enjoys shopping too. Um, Or the kids that we want to take care of and make sure that we're providing for them as well. Uh, And finally, just retaining of earnings, right? So businesses look at retaining of earnings as something that they can put back into their business. Mm -hmm. Well, if we look at that and classify it as a savings, how are we going to put that towards our long-term financial success? So we talk about that. That's the, that's one of the major
1: pitfalls that we see. Uh, say that again, the major pitfall is what people don't what
2: they don't have a budget in place or don't understand their cash flow
1: or they're afraid of a budget or they were never taught
0: or they don't even want to communicate about it because then it causes dissension in well the relationship. Is on they, don't, something. they don't even want to talk about it.
2: It's it's one of those things where it's it's you've got to get past the first layer. You've got to get deeper into that conversation so that there can be success moving But
1: Lisa, Lisa makes a very, very good point. In our society, to talk about money is typically taboo. True. We don't like to talk about it. why not? It's it's a major form of exchange in terms of. I tell you what, money doesn't mean a lot if you don't have unless you don't have any. True. Yeah. And you know, and you know, money isn't everything. But I can tell you, try to live your life without it and right. see what happens. It's a whole different life. So. So Lisa makes a very, very good point. I love what she said is a lot of the breakdown isn't even the first step. Right. Like you're talking about. Communication. Some fun- yeah, it's a fundamental thing. And you're saying we're missing that. Right. What else?
0: Well, and if you have one, a husband or a wife that's draining the money and you have mm. one account and you can't keep up with the money that that person's draining... Because there was no conversation in the first place. Or you, agreement,
1: you, conversation or agreement.
2: How do right. you keep up with that? Well, I think that's, that's the important part, too, is having a strategy behind it. Yeah. Right? I totally agree. You've got to be able to communicate that strategy and know who know the players mm-hmm. and what their strengths are, their weaknesses are, and have open communication around it. Yes. And then have a strategy to get there.
1: And building an equity and building an intelligence that keeps growing about it. So tell us more. Sure. Uh, well, well,
2: the second one that I wanted to talk about is good debt versus bad debt. Okay. So we hear debt. and I don't people, like when right. when I hear debt. Right. And so <laughs> most people turn away from that and they want to run away. Uh, but there's a huge difference if, I, if I'm if i sitting down with somebody and they say, well, I have $50,000 worth of auto loan debt versus I have $50,000 worth of school debt. Right? And mm-hmm. college right. debt. Mm-hmm. Because more than likely that $50,000 worth of college debt mm-hmm. is putting you in a position to better yourself and your career. There you career go. There to you make go. more money down the line. Yeah. And so we want to make sure that there's a good classification of debt, right? Are we using debt for the right reasons? Uh, mortgages, great example of an asset for you to, to own
1: your home. Well, before you get to mortgages sure. on debt, what I want to know from you, you're the, you, I'm considering you the expert. That's fair, right? Yeah, that's, I would <laughs> hope so. I want you as the expert to tell me, how am I going to get somebody to come in and pay off all my debt? Well, I haven't figured that one That's out That's what I'm yet. talking about. <laughs> no, Anand, I'm serious. Well, you on,
0: guys need to sit down and have a one-to-one, and Anand can figure that out.
2: We can, we can Don't bail strategize them out. <laughs> on how to reduce those debts effectively. One of the things that, that I do a lot of times is we work with a couple of the colleges here in the Valley, okay, uh, specifically around the, the medical profession, uh, because a lot of times they come out with a hundred, two hundred thousand $200,000 worth of debt.
1: Mm. Huge. And Monster. so
2: to start that relationship when they're yeah. first coming out of the, coming into their career, Twenty one, twenty two 21,
1: sure. 22 years old, you exactly. got $100,000 worth of debt. No, right. no, that's brutal. I'm sorry I interrupted you with being a little bit goofy, but I would like for you to strategize on how, who you can get to come in and help pay off my debt, and then I promise not to have any more debt. But that's later. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, We can work on a strategy on that side. <laughs> I'm pressing on this on and cat. No, you're good. So so what, what about the mortgage then?
2: Well, just understanding that, again, if you're looking at the house as an asset, if it's a long-term investment for you, where does it fit? Right? Is okay. it— is it something that we're trying to roll real quick and we're trying to make some money real fast? Sure. Sometimes those are very successful in nature. Sometimes they're not. Sure. But if you're looking at it as a great asset for your long-term success and you're going to pay off that debt, whether it's in a 15-year, 20-year, 30-year span, right? at least it becomes an asset for your portfolio. Right? So I love Ch-chain. it. Ch-chain. So just the difference between uh, having good debt on the books versus bad, and then identifying which ones are are not necessary, right, and rolling out of I
1: love it effectively mm-hmm. well that 's yeah. succinct that 's very good, and so that 's number two what 's third third one is timing,
2: and okay. so timing 's a little hard to talk about without drawing something. i 'm one of those visual people yeah, so me right. too too sure. uh, but when you talk about timing it 's just understanding that there 's different positions for money right, and so there 's different tools out there that need different times. And so if I have a young client and he's 24 years old making great amount of money and he's putting the max amount into his 401k, which is 18,000 this year, right? that's my, it might not be the most effective use of his capital, right. Right? right? Because if he has an immediate need that comes out and he's already maxed out that, that 401k, where does he take the money from? And so when you have those situations, it's about structuring him into savings accounts, Different investment tools that can be pulled out within two to three years, other strategies between five and ten, and then looking long term as well. Mm-hmm. So timing I love that. the money is
1: I up. love that. We need to spend more time with On it and we need to get on it in more and definitely in front of more of our people that we care about to learn this. So this is you're making it sound real smooth and easy, but that took a while for you to learn all this and so
0: Well, why haven't we had a one to one had this conversation? I'm, listen, first I'm I wanted saying. to get the bills paid off, then we can talk <laughs> about the
1: one on one thing but but where can people find you I'm going to talk about where they can find us in a moment but where can people you know get hold of your expertise and set up an appointment or make a phone call or see a website how can they reach out to you
2: well, the easiest way is to, if you google mass mutual las vegas okay it, it, when it pops up on the google side you're going to see uh, the initial website okay. for the, the agency. And I'm actually the second person on there. So you just click my name and take you right to the site. It'll ask you to set up an appointment or give us a call uh, on that line. Uh, the phone number that you can reach us at is 702-845-1308. Okay. And that's going to lead directly to me. Uh, I sometimes I can't pick up all
1: the time. But no, but Most you always time, get back to them. I always get back Very to Very good. No, that's exactly. good. I'm glad. So that's the best place where they can find you, correct? Exactly. Okay. Then where they can find us, that's really good. Thank you, Anand. Where they can find us is you can find us on iTunes, Apple TV, Roku uh, TV, uh, Stitcher, Google TV, YouTube, RSS feed, Facebook, Twitter. Uh, of course, the Vegas what? Video Network. But not of least. Course. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> (laughs) So with that being said, um, I I do want to say that our next guest uh, next week is going to be Dr. Victoria Boyd. Mm -hmm. And we're going to have an incredible program with her. She's amazing. (laughs) Philanthropreneur. Say say that three times fast. I'm going to try to say it once. Philanthro-
0: See, say, no, it. Say, it. No, say it, say it.
1: I, I you know, ph- 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 know, I've met Victoria Philan- before, and Philan- she's amazing. I'm saying it right now. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> the doctor's going to be here, so. and you
0: don't want to miss it. She is like the expert in nonprofits.
1: Very good. So, but, but to close out with the Q School, let let's talk. Let's uh, close now with Q School. What resonates with either one of you about our Q School conversation today? FQ was really huge. The well, way you you did a deep dive down, pull off a couple more layers out of that.
0: Well what was new to me was the uh the pq
1: okay practical intelligence because
0: really common sense it comes down to are you book smart are you street smart those were the two smarts that i was taught sure so to have street smarts the pq smart just put a different spin on it for me
1: what 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 about for you
2: on it i'd have to mirror i think the street smarts has been something that we've grown up with and Mm -hmm. understand and to to get through it and get past it and to want to educate yourself more mm-hmm. uh, and to different dynamics whatever it might be whether it's the financial side whether it's it's banking whether it's the hospitality that's huge in this For industry. sure for sure uh, just educate yourself to to be better than where you started from Fair and, enough. and
0: let's get on Anand's calendar that's, Yeah for yeah, sure that's the for sure
2: thing
1: I, <laughs> <laughs> more than, than I, once than for sure I got
0: from this meeting for today For sure for sure
1: so but don't you don't do you not see how Q school raises the game where you Absolutely. get a chance to build a A broad range of emotional intelligence, you know, practical intelligence, IQ, of course, is still important. But it gives us a chance to build relationship equity in all facets in a well-rounded sense of our lives. You guys agree? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Well, Ana, it's super, super duper having you on the program. I knew it was going to be a great uh, session, and we're well, definitely going to have I, to have you back. Absolutely. And, and Next time
2: we'll talk, I think we're going to strategize around what the most successful clients in our portfolios look like. I like, like
1: that. I'd well, like, yeah, for in sure, fact, yeah. I'd like to be one of those most successful <laughs> clients <laughs> we can make in it the happen. portfolio. So you can make it happen because you know what Ana's doing about the whole feeling thing?
0: Oh, It's, it's all about what,
1: Lise? How you leave them feeling. You got it.